to the Inspired by Her podcast with me, your host, Zoe Richmond. I'm going to be bringing you weekly stories from my own business journey and experience and some other amazing, inspiring women in business to talk about their successes, their failures, their money, mindset, and how we juggle all the things, or not in most cases, to inspire you on your journey to living the life you desire and building a business that aligns with you. So let's get started. Welcome to another episode of the Inspired by Her podcast. And I have another amazing, lovely lady in business with me today. I've got the beautiful Kelsey. And I'm going to hand to you, Kelsey. Tell us a little bit about yourself, about your business and what you do. Okay. Thank you so much for having me, Zoe. It's so exciting to be on with you. Uh, so we are from, well, I am from Kaleido Collection. Um, I am a two-person team with my mum. So we both run our little store. Um, it was, we started as a brick and mortar store uh, in Bowen in North Queensland. Uh, but then we have now moved it all to an online platform. Um so yeah, so mum and I work together on that. It's just us two. And on our um, online store, we stock um, a, a big range of colourful and bright eco-friendly lifestyle wares uh, for every fun-loving family. So that's just like a little snippet. <laughs> uh, there's heaps that is in the store. It's full of goodies. But um, yeah, it's pretty much just for all of those bright, colour-loving uh, families um, to yeah we we can uh, we're kind of your go-to gals for gifting um, but everything that we have in our store is things that we use ourselves so yes that um, was going to be one of my questions like how yeah. do you choose what you stock and what you put in those beautiful gift campers and 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 it's obviously a lot to do with like what you guys um, use and yes. can stand up and be like, we love this product. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. We don't have to try very hard to be salesy uh, because, <laughs> because we just speak uh, from the heart. Yeah. Um, but it's funny because we actually started, um, we started back in 2015. Oh, wow. I think. <laughs> yeah, um, so yeah, that's right. Yeah, 2015. Um, and we started like to fill a void because we live in a small town, so we don't have a lot of stores. Um, so we started to kind of fill a void in the gifting and homewares section. Um, we we only really had like a little target country, um, and we didn't have a lot of places that you could go and get a unique gift. Um, but we did start with a lot of homewares. So your cushions and your rugs and throws. And um, we dabbled in a bit of styling. Uh, so we did some room styling and makeovers and things like that. Um, but as the online kind of grew with um, and other businesses such as Kmart and Big W going into those huge homewares ranges. Yeah. Um, we eventually moved out of that and when we got into our smaller little studio um, and moved it all online, we discovered that we wanted to go more into like the eco-friendly wares as I was talking about before um, and pretty much every single one of those items we definitely use. Yeah. <laughs> obviously can't use or have all of those yes. in your home yeah. Yeah. Um, but all the items that we have like at the moment I'm looking at um, 
you know, water bottles and lunch boxes and uh, wrappers, uh, like, you know, beeswax wraps and all of every single one of them, we have more than one in our home. So yeah, where we're at now, like five years later, um, every single product, I, I don't think there's one that I haven't either gifted or that I have in my home. Yes. So <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. So was it sort of like a natural, was there something that um, kind of like the catalyst to switch from the homewares more into the gifting side of things? Or was it just like a natural progression as kind of you guys expanded and evolved so that it was just kind of seems like that was more what you guys were going to, what aligned, I guess, better with you guys and your values? Yeah, I think because like I said, we started to fill that void um, and it worked it worked really well to fill that void in our small town. But as, um, yeah, as I guess we evolved and we had the online store and because we are in that rural area, shipping is very difficult. Yeah. Uh, so shipping items such as cushions and rugs and, you know, we'd have like, like these ones in the background, like, you know, one meter by meter canvases yeah. and things like that. Um, the shipping sometimes became more than the item itself. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it was really hard, very, very tricky to get around that. Um, so there was those factors um, as well as like, you know, those other stores coming in. We now have a big, we had a big target come in, yes. um, that kind of thing. And we, you know, we have about an hour down the road, people like to go shop and we have a big W down there. So yeah, it kind of, there's all different factors that led to it, but we feel, yeah, we still love our homewares, but um, I think we don't mind sticking to, you know, designing our own homes and that kind of thing. And then this, the stuff that we have now, um, definitely along the way of the gifting line and as well as the eco, um, yeah. the eco-friendly stuff. Yeah. Like it's so good to be able to sell that kind of thing um, and, you know, help, you know, be a, an earth warrior, help yeah, with what yeah. we're trying to achieve, what everyone's trying to achieve. Yeah. yeah. And it's yeah. like, people are so conscious of that these days. So I yeah, think exactly. It's a very nice edge, you know, people are looking, actively looking for those kind of products. So to be able to say that you guys stock them and like, that means a lot to a lot of people who are, are trying to make a change. Yeah, exactly. And it's such, yeah, we like to promote that it is an easy change. Um, and the other thing is that we, f we find more with these uh, these products are all the things that we stock now are from other brands like ourselves. So other brands run by mums, run by women. Um, so we feel really, really passionate about those, those brands yeah. um, and we really love stocking them on our shelves. So um, that's another thing that kind of comes into it is, you know, where they're coming from, how they're made, where they're designed, that kind of thing. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's really nice to, like like we were talking about on my podcast, I talked to a lot of the, the brands um, that we stock and they all have all these stories and how their products came about. So for us to stock those on our shelves and to, um, you know, give those stories, um, it yeah, it means a lot to us to for other people to hear those as well. Yes. And I just got literally got goosebumps, like with you saying that, because I'm such a huge advocate for that whole community aspect of um, like small business land. It can be lonely. Like, I mean, yes. you and I are thousands of kilometers apart at the moment, but we're chatting away and like, there can be days where I don't talk to anyone outside <laughs> of my family. And I'm like, yes. really lonely. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yes. And I talk to my three-year-old and two-year-old and they don't have a lot to say back at the moment <laughs> actually they've got too much to say back and I don't want to listen to it <laughs> yes 
yes, I can appreciate that. I have <laughs> a four-year-old and sometimes yep. like just no. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. So it is really, it's nice that we have these kind of, um, you know, technology that we can chat to each other. Cause yeah, it's, I definitely feel um, when I do my podcast and chat to people who are never close to me, um, it is so nice to be able to, because you do feel like you're talking to friends because you have those similar experiences. So, Yeah, absolutely. And I think too, like um, when you connect through like groups like SMS, um, social, yes. um, social Method Society, which is where I've met a lot of my good business pals and um, like you do feel like you've already got that connection with them and you see them on Instagram and, you know, a lot of us put up our personal lives as well as, well as our business. So we're yes. like, you kind of get on, <laughs> chatting with someone and you're like I feel like like I know you I know your kids I know (laughs) yes all this stuff about you yeah (laughs) in a non-stalkerish way (laughs) yeah like it's like uh, I'm not a stalker but I like I know what you did yesterday yeah (laughs) I know I often have like uh friends and I'm like I haven't caught up with them for so long and I you know chat to them here in you know here in Bowen and they're like oh like I feel like I have talk to you because I see you on your socials I'm like no that's only a tiny bit of what I've been doing but you do tend to put a fair bit of yourself on there yes yeah (laughs) I would love to know before Kaleido Collection came about what what were you doing what was what was life like yes uh well I've done a few things (laughs) of quite a few things. Uh, So from uh, after school, I did a traineeship in tourism and business. Uh, So I worked at the Big Mango in Bowen. (laughs) Yes, I am familiar with the Big Mango. Yes. Bowen before. Yes, lovely. Um, So yeah, so I worked at the Big Mango. Um, I then went into events there. So I was doing uh, like the town events. Um, So event managing that for a couple of years, which was a bit of an eye opener, but it was, yeah, a really good experience. Um, I then moved into real estate. So my mum and dad had a real estate business. Um, and then I moved into the rental department of their business. Um, that was very interesting. <laughs> Doing rentals teaches you a lot of things because um, there's a fair bit of conflict in that in that um, industry. So it definitely taught me a bit about um, I think being tactful and things like that. Speaking to um, people. Uh, I, I'm not sure how to describe it, but in a nice way, even when you don't feel like that's what they maybe deserve. Um, but yeah, so that taught me a lot. From there, I went into childcare. So completely different things. Um, I, yeah, I have, a, I have a passion for working with children. So um, yeah, I worked in childcare for a little while. I've done teacher aiding at a school um, with special education. Um but mum and I have always been into, um, like I mentioned before, just styling, like styling our homes and being a little bit different to everybody else, a bit unique. Um, and the more and more we talk to mates about, um, would you like to see this in town? Or gosh, I wish we had this in town. Or a lot of uh, mum's house is like an old Queenslander that they've done up. Um, so many people, you know, would like like they like to come and see mum's house because it's it's gorgeous mum and dad have done a really good job of styling it and we just thought this would be such a good thing to offer to people um so that's kind of 
where we just thought, let's do that. Mum and dad sold their business. Um, my dad just has a bit of a little cattle property. So that keeps him busy and us as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was kind of, it was a bit on a whim. We're just like, let's just do that and see where it goes. So there we go. <laughs> I love that, that it was just like, there was a need for it but, mm. and people were like yeah we would like that and then you guys were like great well we're gonna we're gonna solve that problem for you yeah we'll do that um yeah it's it's interesting because we thought that going along that way would be probably more successful than it was um but because you know you in the small business you have to keep changing to find the right thing um and yeah it's definitely it's nice to be able to reach everyone in Australia with the website rather than just that small amount of people in your small town. Um, because sometimes in small towns, there can be a bit of a, a stigma that um, the, the shopping might be too expensive because getting it in and, you know, um, you're the only ones there. So there's no one to challenge you and things like that. So there is a lot of, it is, it can be difficult sometimes to just sell to that, that small group. Um, so yeah, so having the whole, you know, the web giving us the opportunity to do that has, um, has definitely been a, a good opportunity for us in that respect. Yeah. I mean, we are so fortunate to live in this day and age where online business is a thing and we can like, you know, sell to people on the other side of the country or even sell to people, you know, overseas in some cases. Yes. Like, the doors that are open to us. And this is like part of why, um, I started this podcast and those kind of things to sort of just showcase the fact that the world literally is your oyster and you could go out and do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is amazing. <laughs> yeah, because when you think back, I guess, to the generations potentially before us, they didn't have as many opportunities as we've got now. So it's it's pretty cool. We better make the most of it. <laughs> yes, so true. <laughs> imagine imagine our children like I think oh my goodness what what are you guys going to be doing because the you know you look at our parents probably think now like holy smokes that's so different but imagine us because things are moving so quickly um it's scary and great at the same time (laughs) that unknown of like you know they could be like teleporting themselves from oh there's so many scary aspects where I'm just like oh my goodness maybe I might just have to go live on an island with them and (laughs) there's so many things yeah exactly but then you're like no that you know they'll hopefully um find their own paths that will be the right one Yes, yes, yes. And we can just only guide them, right? Yes, that's guide right. Them to them and guide them as best we can. Exactly. Lucky we've got a few years of um, guiding to go yet. Yeah, I, know, I know. I keep thinking that. I'm like, oh, they're so young. I've still got so, so many years ahead of me. But then I've just enrolled my eldest in school and I'm yes. like, yes. That that, top, that clock is ticking. Yes, I know. I was just talking about school enrollments at Playgroup today too, and I was like, oh, this feels a bit strange. Oh, <laughs> it's, I've, I've been putting it off, and then I was like, okay, well, like, it's April, and he's going to start school in, like, January next year. So. Yes. <laughs> it's a tiny bit exciting, though, because imagine the things that you can get done <laughs> with a five days of school. Yes, this is true. <laughs> this is so true. So do how do you do the juggle do your kids go to preschool or do you work around them um I 
I think I should be better at juggling, <laughs> but I do. Better, right? I know. <laughs> I do a lot of juggling. Um, I have uh, my three-year-old. He goes to daycare, so he goes twice a week. Um, but he's one of those kids who goes from like nine o'clock until like three o'clock. So it's not. It's like a school day, so it's not a long day. Um, but he does do that, so that's great. And then that's my work days <laughs> so my designated work days is the two days he goes but um, I still have my two-year-old at home he has um, an enzyme deficiency so he was born with an enzyme deficiency um, which means he has very um, limited things that he's able to eat oh. and if he does eat things he gets really really sick okay. um, so to get to put him into childcare or things like that is very difficult. Um, so he stays with us. Um, I did find a beautiful carer for him who comes on the mornings of one day a week and she is amazing. Um, so that's my time that I can get things done, which is great. And then we also have um, our family here. So they help uh, one day a week as well. So the grannies, yeah. um, granny and nana. <laughs> I would, uh, yeah. so, I know. So we're really lucky to have them. Um, so yeah, usually I have those two days a week where um, the boys are otherwise occupied. Yeah. Um, other than that, I'm doing work at, you know, 10 o'clock at night or that kind of thing yeah. um, in between swimming lessons and gymnastics and, and <laughs> play group and all that stuff. Yes. All of the things, but um yeah, I feel like I probably need to be a bit better at the juggling. Like I, I think I need to be a bit better with my scheduling and writing things down and putting them. I have so many things, like I have a calendar and then I have another like whiteboard calendar. Then I have an actual diary and my phone calendar, but I still feel like I miss things and I'm not getting things done. So I'm working on that. <laughs> and that's actually something that I've been working on a lot lately because I have been tracking my time. And yes. I was like, I just feel like I'm not getting enough done in my days. And it was an absolute eye opener to see the big gaps in like my day where I lost an hour and a half. And I'm like, I can't tell you what I did in that hour. <laughs> oh, maybe you were just having some time out. <laughs> well, yeah, like, like I'll go and um, hang the washing on the line and then I'll come back and I'll start cleaning up the kitchen. And then before I know it, it's like been an hour and I'm like yes oh, get back to work and make the most of my day that I've got no kids yes yeah yeah it's hard it's hard because like when you do have kids you actually can't do those things either because you can't clean the kitchen because the kitchen's a mess again in a yeah. second so yeah. it is tricky yeah. to put to fit it all in it's yeah. very, very difficult yeah and then finding that time for downtime like the yeah mum time <laughs> yes fun. it's like that uh, I often see like memes and things about it where uh, it's that struggle between I really need to go to bed at 10 o'clock at night because I'm so tired, but I also want to just sit here and, <laughs> and and have no one speaking to me. So it's a very, that one's probably an even harder juggle. <laughs> Which one to do? Yes, that is me. <laughs> like I've been trying to commit to an earlier bedtime, but it's, it is just that thing. Like I'm like, I've had been on the go all day and now I finally yes. have that chance to just sit and watch my TV show or yes. mindlessly scroll Instagram if I want yes. to. And yes. I really should go to sleep, but I don't want to. I know, I know it's there. It's a tricky one. Tucker, because my my two-year-old, his name's Tucker, he um because we've had a lot of trouble with him in the two years that he's been oh. here, our bedtimes are all off, completely yeah. off. So even if we do have that chance, even if he has gone to sleep 
and we have that chance to go to sleep at nine o'clock say we're kind of like wide-eyed because we're not used to it so the body clocks are just all over the place um and then I find myself doing work anyway so I'm like yeah what are you doing yes yeah I feel like you know once they get to I don't know maybe like seven or eight I feel like the times are going to change and it'll be like go to bed we sleep and we sleep in our own bed all night from 7 30 till six o'clock in the morning <laughs> I can only hope <laughs> I'm holding out for that day I really am <laughs> yes exactly I think many parents would feel the same yeah it's just like groundhog day at the moment same thing mm. every day one kid comes into bed and then we come into bed and then the next kid comes in and- yeah yes imagine having more than two hey yeah yeah I think we're done <laughs> yeah us too <laughs> definitely solid yes <laughs> But I would love to know, um, what's one of your most memorable successes in your business that you're, or or one of those moments where you're like, um, this is just so cool. I can't believe this. (laughs) (sighs) Hmm. I think it's really tricky. (laughs) There's probably so many, like, and because all the little things, right? I know. I think that's exactly like uh, when you mentioned that one to me, I was like, oh, I can't think of like just one huge moment but I think what we're proud of is because we didn't start with a lot so we didn't start with like a lot of money to throw into it we didn't start with a lot of product um but and we built a website which is really difficult (laughs) I didn't realize how difficult it is to build a website especially an e-commerce website um you know as when we started we started with someone a, a a really nice gentleman who did it all for us but websites evolve and they have to be changed all the time. And yeah, yeah, we just did not realize how much work goes into that. And the fact that we have a website that kind of holds its own, um, I think is something that we're proud of that people can, you know, it's easy to use. You can, it works. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's beautifully displayed. Like um, I was just on there. I just purchased. (laughs) So I've gone through the websites it's really hard to find like to find what you're looking for or to find how to check out and um yours was so easy so colors and all of the photography like you guys have done an amazing job so I definitely agree that that is something so proud of yeah and I think that's just like something that you work on work on work on work like it's been you know, and you never stop working on it, but I still feel like that is it is a success because it was something that we literally knew not one thing about. And now we run our own website and we do all the updates and excuse me, we add different parts and um, like pop-ups and there's just so much that goes into it. And the fact that we've kind of learned all those things, um, I think is a big success for us because there's yeah. skills that yeah, we had no idea about. Um, And I think the other thing since we were talking about like the business uh, groups, um, since joining those, we kind of um, had our eyes open to that you don't just have to be just a retail store that people buy from. So just like you, um, you know, you have your podcast as a part of what you do. um, Yeah, the fact that it opened our eyes to be like, oh, we can do that too. And that we launched a podcast. And even though we don't have heaps of listeners, but it is still something that once again, we had no idea about. I did not know how to use any tech stuff when it came to me, right? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, you know, editing podcasts and like 
putting together an intro and putting music into it and using the programs and that kind of thing. So I think it's just been, yeah, little, little successes that, you know, have built, built up to a product. So yeah. I think, yeah, I can't think of one moment, but all those little things that to where we are now is probably the best that I could say. Yeah. And I think too, a lot of people um, like forget to look at how far they've come. <laughs> Yeah, yes, that is so true. It's just like I'm not at, I, I, and we focus on like where we're not. So I'm not yes. at the point where I want to be right now. But where was I 12 months ago? And mm. like I've come so far from there. So I need to stop and celebrate that moment. <laughs> yes, yeah, so true. And like I think little moments are like, <laughs> for example, with your children, you know, we get so excited about a child doing a poo on a toilet. Like oh, we, God. you know, we clap for that. <laughs> it's and then you know when we do something even if it's small we still we forget to give ourselves credit so yeah, <laughs> yeah our kids get thing you know credit for those little things and it, it should it should be the same for us as well yes, that's <laughs> so true so true but I guess getting caught up in the day-to-day life of like everything else sometimes we forget but I think it's really important to to just stop and and do sort of like even just think about in the day like my God, I got all of the things on my to-do list done today. That's a huge accomplishment. <laughs> yes, I got that whole washing basket folded. Yes. That is the biggest accomplishment for yes. any parent. Yes. Catch up with the laundry. I think that's number one. Oh my gosh, never ending, right? <laughs> uh, have you got any tips for those people out there who are thinking about starting, whether it's a like a product-based business, an e-commerce store, like what would you be the piece of advice that you would want to give yourself back when you started? Uh, yes. Like um, I don't, because, I, you know, I don't consider us to be wildly successful or anything like that. I don't feel like I'm uh, one to just be giving advice that people should take. However, um, you saying advice that I would have liked to give myself when I started, I can definitely answer. Yeah. Um, I think we... We got really, um, what would you say, burned with um, our website at one stage. We were doing, um, like, you, you know, with websites and you have to do your hosting and your domain names and all of that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think advice that I would have wanted um, is to really explore that and find the right people because the per- the people that we thought were the right people to do that for us really really weren't um and we got really burned um we were paying for things that we didn't need to we were getting billed for things that and it just because I didn't understand it yeah um so I think that would be the first one is to really understand all those parts um the other thing is, like we mentioned before, joining those business groups, like-minded people. Um, you and I are in a, a really great business group. There's also fr- uh, in a membership, there's also free ones. Um, on, on Facebook, there's heaps of them out there, like small business, women-based um, business groups. And the amount of um, knowledge and feedback that I've got from joining those, which is I've probably only recently done, like maybe in the last year, but the amount of things that we've achieved since that um, is, yeah, like triple what we achieved in, you know, the four years prior. So I think jumping on there, getting advice from people, asking questions um, is the best thing you can do um, before starting anything because 
there are people on there in every single different industry that you can think of and more. Um, and as you all know, there's so many people willing to give you advice and willing to assist and um, yeah, just giving you all of that information you need to make, you know, a really good educated decision about what you're going to do. That is like, I could not agree more. And yeah. like I signed up for um, SMS or social method society before I even had a business. So I yes. knew it was kind of like in the works. I was kind of starting with those foundational pieces, but I really, I didn't have anything to sell. And so I was like, no, I want to learn Instagram. I, I need, I'm going to join. So that was like the first investment, I guess, that I made. And since then, that was two years ago now. And I have not looked back. Yeah, good <laughs> on even, you. Like I'm still in there. I still love connecting with all of the ladies, but I feel like there's a theme here because um, a couple of the other ladies that I've also chatted to on this podcast have said very similar things that have been pivotal in their business in like growing, in building their confidence in themselves as well. And just kind of like having that growth, they have said the exact same thing, surrounding yourself with like the right people and, and getting support yes. because you don't have to go it alone. And there's, like you say, free groups out there that you can join. Um, even just following certain people on Instagram, people are more than happy to give tips and advice over there, depending on yeah. what it is. So just go looking for the right people. Yeah, exactly. And I think you, it takes time as well to find the right ones. You know, uh, we've done a lot like different influences and things like that, but so they just weren't the right fit. Um, but yeah, taking that time to find the right people for you and like you will know when it's when it's right um but it does yeah it does take that time and what you've done is you know joining prior to having a business like that is the ultimate goal I would think like that's amazing um that's actually that's some advice I yeah I could give myself <laughs> um, is to do that but yeah that that is yeah that I think that would is really beneficial to just learning all the things you need about target market and what marketing needs to go in it. And I think also understanding the time that goes into it as well, because it's not just, I think people just think, Oh, you work from home and it's so easy. And you know, you can just go on holidays whenever you like. <laughs> uh, and it's just, there is so much that goes on behind the scenes. And I think, um, yeah, you need to know all of that before making that commitment um, to, you know, to grow to grow successfully, I suppose. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm going to put you on the spot here. I'm going to ask you a question. <laughs> what is one part of your business that you like didn't expect would be part of like running a business? Like something that you were like, I didn't even realize this was going to be a thing when I started my business. Like maybe it was Instagram, maybe it was influencer marketing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd say probably definitely um, the social side of it. Um because just having a business and having a website um, is not, <laughs> is nothing pretty much. The socials, the social side of it, like I had an Instagram account, but I was not using it correctly <laughs> at all for business. Um, and to be honest, I've only really started seeing a little bit of growth in that. Like I still have so far to go with that, but um yeah, since joining once again, those groups, that's the part that, yeah, I did not think that there was so much involved, like the content creation and yeah. that kind of thing. It's massive, absolutely massive. Like, yeah, just, just for one Instagram page, it's huge. Yes. 
And um, you know what? My my husband said to me the other day, he's like, I feel like you're only, you're just always on Instagram. Like that's just what you do all day. And I'm like, well, I'm not always on Instagram. I'm on there a fair bit, but that's where, <laughs> that's where my clothes are. That's where like my people are. And I, that's why I hang out there. And he's yes. like, they just don't yeah. get it. <laughs> no, they don't. But I think also the thing like, you know, you put a post on Instagram, but that post can be used again. Um, you know, yes. for example, doing a podcast and you use a bit of that podcast for Instagram, then you use a bit of that for the blog post, then you use a bit of that for, you know, Pinterest. So it does all come around, but it's just that social site is humongous. <laughs> uh, the other, like, I think this is part of it, but uh, within the SMS, I there was a part there where I was like, oh, I did not know that that was a thing is to have that um that content pillar and I was like oh why why do I need to write things about stuff (laughs) why do I need to have a blog like that's just crazy can't you just have a website and sell stuff um but yeah you know that you know a podcast or a vlog or a blog or something like that and I'm just when I first heard that I was like this is feeling quite overwhelming um to have to write stuff as well as buy stuff and put products online um but once you get the hang of it it's all good but just yeah having that where you're like oh that actually is a necessity to it as well uh which is something I had no idea about I feel like for um like a product-based business as well it's probably a little bit of a like really like for a service-based business you you can share tips on like yes and how to do that but I can imagine from a product-based business perspective it'd be like well what am I going to talk about initially and now you've probably got like tons of things that you're like oh I've got all these ideas yeah I still I still like I still struggle a lot with that because um you know there's only so many times that I can talk about how good this water bottle is (laughs) but it but there's so I think um there was another um, like piece of business advice that I remember because I used to think that it wasn't professional to show yourself and to show your vulnerability. Um, and when it when we learned that it's actually completely the opposite, um, it was so much easier to create content and to you know reach people. Um, because yeah, I thought that it it wasn't professional to be like, oh, today I'm tired and I you know, I need to have a rest instead of doing this or, you know, my dog is sitting in the studio with me, like that kind of thing. I didn't think that, you know, people wanted to purchase from um, that because I thought it felt unprofessional. Yes. But whereas it's the complete opposite yeah, because you're absolutely. connecting with people who want to buy from you. So Yes, people want to buy from people, not from like this perfectly prepared yes. brand, right? Yes, like- exactly. And it's really freeing when like when we heard that, I was like, oh my goodness. And um uh, the lady who helped us with that straight away, mum and I sat down and we wrote our like about us page on the website and it was just flowing once we yeah. had that that tiny piece of information and it was just so perfect. And we read it back and we're like, yes, that's like it's that's us all over and it was just exactly how we spoke um and it was just really easy to have that brand voice that they speak you know they speak yeah. about so that was a really good thing yeah to learn but not something that I once again had any idea about yeah so for anyone else uh, there's another piece of advice yes <laughs> like your authentic voice and your yes. face is the business yes so much and I find now like when I purchase things I like really get to know the person prior to yeah. purchasing like I just made a really good purchase from um, mama movement which is I think another person in our sms and 
I love her stuff and now I know all about her and like about her, her yeah. children and her life and yeah. um, I'm really I, I really love buying from you know businesses like that so I hope that people feel the same way about us. Yes. And I, that's a lot, that is a lot that goes into my own buying decision when I'm buying things for my family, for my friends, when it comes to Christmas time, like I really um, try to support the people that are in my circle, that are in my community, that I, that I have a connection with, because then I'm like, I know that I'm helping them out, but then I'm also like helping my friends and my family out because I'm giving them an amazing gift. And um, it's just like the nice little happy circle (laughs) yes I know it's like that feel good gifting so yeah I I absolutely love that so important I could seriously sit here and talk all day (laughs) (laughs) such a pleasure chatting with you today thank you for sharing your story with us and your words of wisdom which I know people are going to like this story is just going to resonate with so many people out there in my audience so thank you so much for sharing with us it was my absolute pleasure thank you so much I might um be able to return the favor and have you on my podcast one day thank you and just quickly before we go I will pop them in the show notes but where can people come and find you and check out all of your gorgeous stuff (laughs) yes so um our website is www.kaleido collection so it's k-a-l-e-i-d-o collection with a k.com.au uh, then we have Facebook and Instagram, which is at Kaleido Collection, just exactly how I spelt it uh, for the website. And then we have um, a podcast, which is Kaleido Cast. So it's Kaleido and then cast with a K, obviously. <laughs> um, and so you can find that on any of your listening apps. Yeah. So, yeah. Well worth taking a listen to. I was binging on it before we jumped on here and it's like just such authentic chats I love it (laughs) thank you I have to do um I'm getting into season two so I haven't started that yet but it's coming up in the next couple of weeks so (laughs) yay well I can't wait for it to drop and thank you again so much (laughs) my pleasure thank you thank you so much for sticking with me right to the end of the episode if you enjoyed this podcast episode i would love for you to share it with a friend and it would just make my day or let's face it my year if you went and left a review over on itunes so i can get these inspiring stories into the ears of as many women as possible i will catch you all next week for another episode of the inspired by her podcast thanks for listening